Shite. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Be Right or Proper Shite Reviews, the review series where we decide whether a film is a bit of alright or proper shite. I'm joined as always by the one and only pop sensation that is, hi honey. Hey, hello. Hey up, you alright? How's it going? I'm very good, yeah. how are you? I'm not too bad, we just got to pretend like we haven't just had a little mini catch up before. We haven't. Um, <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> I've never spoke to you in my life. <laughs> just what well, we just convene for these these podcast episodes and then go separate ways and i just pretend that i know you absolutely as soon as you press that stop that stop recording button i'm gone i'm That's done yeah <laughs> uh, i'll try and pretend that doesn't hurt a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, right well i'm glad you're doing okay so we haven't done one of these in a while um and typically um, you know, really, at this time of year, we should have been doing like some sort of like spooky episode. But I mean, that's perfect. That's that's it. We'll just say that this is the spooky episode. Spooky. <laughs> but I kind of guess the films that we're talking about, we could maybe put a spin on it. So one of them is about a psycho, and then the other one is about like reality ending shenanigans. So it kind of fits a horror theme, right? Sure does. <laughs> um so yeah if if people have clicked on this with you know blindly without reading um it's a double whammy again so we went and checked it double out whammy! <laughs> beautiful thanks thanks for that um so we went and checked out two films are you eating i can eat you eating <laughs> <laughs> sorry I bought a, I bought a bowl of sweets earlier. <laughs> oh, is that for instead of trick or treaters? You've just bought a bowl of sweets for yourself. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> can, can just see you chewing away. <laughs> I'll, I'll put I'll put them to the side. <laughs> just out of arm's reach, just for for twenty to thirty minutes. <laughs> Good boy. Right, anyway, where where was we? So. We went and checked out two films before the film industry kind of fell to its knees again. Um, no thanks to Mr. James Bond for for ending that. So we went and saw Russell Crowe's psychotic thriller Unhinged. And we also checked out Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves' return to San Dimas, um, which obviously is Bill and Ted free face the music. Um I'm pretty sure both of these films now you can digitally download and pay for, so it's kind of still relevant. And also, I think some of them are still on at cinemas, so if you aren't talking to people in the UK here, if you're not in tier three um, and you listen to this, it might might twist your arm just to go see some up before you can't see any films for a while. Um, you got anything to add before we jump in? No. No? Should we jump in? <laughs> yes. You're upset to told you off now, are you? <laughs> well, should I do it really quietly? I can just hear, I can just hear a little tiny, I don't know if it, have they got wrappers on? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, like, like, those, little... like big, uh, those big thingy bags, like mix bag. Uh, I'm kind of jealous. I bought loads of them and just slapped them all in a bowl. I'm kind of jealous. I mean, we bought some for, for trick-or-treaters, but I mean, if, if we don't get any because of COVID, then I guess we've got some Haribo. Um, 
but yeah, should we just should we just jump into it? We've got we've got no no notes because we've left it so long. So this is just going to be straight off the top of his domes. Let's do it. Absolutely. Transition. Cool. So unhinged. Um, in the time honored tradition of be right or proper shite reviews, um, can you remember what the premise <laughs> is? Um, there's not really. Not I would really, say there's not really a spoiler. Much to remember. <laughs> There's not really much to remember, and I mean, obviously, you can kind of imagine it's one of those plots that's very easy to guess. But I will let you explain it in your own tried and tested fashion. So, off you go. Um, Russell Crowe gets really angry at Road Rage because of like, Road Rage. <laughs> woman question. A woman. He, he takes ages to to, to uh, green light, and woman gets angry, so he asks for an apology. She don't give him one, so he goes fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much we've all been there haven't we? we've had a bit of an hard day a set of traffic lights and just thought you know what i'm just gonna murder someone's family <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> why not um yeah i mean we uh, that was pretty good actually because you, you didn't give away why he is the way he is which is kind of really really short in the film i won't say it I mean, but it, tells very... you, it shows you in the first five seconds though. yeah it's very quick and it don't really add anything to it because the whole idea is that he's just he's unhinged he's a psycho it's just it's it's picking on someone on a bad day and then it going really really wrong um i mean when we were driving back from the cinema from this i remember saying to you that it's made me feel like i don't ever want to like bray my horn you know, like if I'm in traffic, I just don't want to upset anyone anymore <laughs> when I'm in the car, just through fear that, one, not specifically Russell Crowe, although that would be terrifying. We fight but... around the world. <laughs> <laughs> that is essentially what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's Russell Crowe and his fucking, instead of having a tugboat, he's got, um, he's got a car and he's just, he's just killing people. He's just—he's not an happy boy, is he? Um, so yeah, we've—we've we've got no notes for any of this because we—we've left it so long. Um, and obviously, as you were saying there, it, it is just Russell Crowe just on a rampage. I didn't realize. Um, obviously, in the film, this—this this isn't really a spoiler, but in the film, there's no name mentioned of who he is. Like, there's never a name mentioned, and it does that same thing. He's Russell Crowe, you know, like. Yeah, well, it's Russell Crowe, but in the in the film, he's just called Man. It's so not, if you go called, on, I, it's called Russell Crowe. It's a real. It's, a, it's based on real events. <laughs> Russell Crowe did it. Actually, did all this. Well, uh, I I can't say what I want to say because it constitutes a spoiler. But I'm talking about, sure. talking about the ending and night. Still, it all happened. He's still, <laughs> he's, still, <laughs> he's still on Twitter. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally am a massive fan of Russell Crowe, and I thought he was, like, really chilling in this, playing, as I've just mentioned, he's just called Man. Um, what did you think? It's just, it's just um, it's a scary bloke, isn't it? He's just a really angry, angry bloke, and all she had to do was say sorry. <laughs> and she had multiple opportunities as well. All like... she had to do was say sorry, and it'd have been like, yeah, sound, not what you're about, see you on your way, love. <laughs> she she, she kind of... You kind of feel for her, but then at the same time, like, her child tells her to say sorry. She would have just been a bitch, wouldn't she? <laughs> yeah, or just like, I know she was having a really bad day, like, um, but basically, um, again, not to spoil the actual reason that she's having a bad day, but, like, it's just a series of sort of very regular, normal Yeah, but you don't know what other people are going thing. through. Yeah, exactly. That That's the idea behind the film, but Always she's sort of having... Kind. 
Always be kind. That is, <laughs> that is a very strong and good message. Thank you. From this film. Um, oh, what did you have going to say from me? <laughs> well, it, it, it's from it's from you as well. <laughs> you, you've you've highlighted the very strong message from the film. But yes, um, I agree. I agree with that. You should always be kind. Always be kind. Especially right now. What did you think of? Um, I've, I've literally no notes. Just gone on IMDb. So uh, Rachel, which I believe is the woman, the main character, is played by Karen Pistorius. Now, don't make any jokes about the surname because you'll probably get taken down. <laughs> I wasn't going to. <laughs> well, I was thinking it. I just thought I'd get in front before before you. You know. But anyway, what did you think of uh, Karen Pistorius's performance in it? Because Russell Crowe is excellent. I'll let you have I the first her. word. She's yeah, she was decent, wasn't she? I didn't think she was all amazing, but she was good. She played terrified by psychotic man very well. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a character's name? <laughs> uh, no, she's called Rachel. <laughs> uh, I thought she was just called woman. <laughs> man, woman, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a film where people are actually, that's what people's actual names are in it. The, the, the film Drive with Ryan Gosling, he's called Driver in that. I think there's, a, there's quite a few films now that have sort of done I that. I think where... Kill Bill, Kill Bill 1 does it like that. She's just called, she's just called Girl or something, or Woman. Or something like that. Mm. And then it wasn't until the second one where they actually gave her a name. Would make sense, I guess. Like, it it just fit with the character. Um, is there anyone else? Like, again, I, I really, honestly, don't know what else we can really say about this until we just wrap it up in a second. Was there any standout performances? Any other characters? I mean, there's um, is is it is it McPoyle from McPoyle! Um, <laughs> from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Um, he he, well, he's in it for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we won't spoil, but he's in it. <laughs> um, I feel like just your fucking little girly laughter just spoil it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be honest, it, it, look, th- this film is he did. Much, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this film is very much what it says on the tin, literally, and it's literally what you would expect from this type of film. Um, so yeah, I probably just don't don't get too sort of any favourites because you know it's, it's you anyway? thriller well I suppose not it's not a very long film is it <laughs> so um, before we before we wrap it up then before we give it sort of a, a review just in terms of with, without giving away the ending did you think the ending was at all in any way particularly clever um, can you remember the ending I, I thought it was it, it kind of it, the the film was very cookie cutter in the sense that it kind of went from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, and it seemed very for me it seemed very guessable. Um, what, even it just, like, yeah, we were just having a hard time on it. Yeah, it, I, it just that? wasn't. Re- well, yeah, shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know how much more to say. We in spoiler talk yet? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't really want to spoil it because it's just. It's a short film, isn't it? Should we just leave it at that? Should we just leave it at that and literally, let's, let's sh- shall we just review it? Should we tell people whether they should bother either spending some money on it or bother trying to nip out during whatever tier they're in whilst they still can? Should oh, we do yeah, that? Just just wait until uh, just wait until it's inevit- inevitably on Amazon Prime in the next week. 
Well, yeah, true. I mean, it's it's not going to be long, to be fair. Um, I mean, it were only were it like a couple of months ago that it came out. If yeah, that, yeah, like it, that, it was like it was the the very end of UK lockdown when we we'd seen Tenant, um, and then these were sort of like the next two films we saw, and then after that it was oh, and New Mutants, and then it was done. Wanted it? there's nothing else has really come out that's tickled as pickles, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very strange man. <laughs> I, I am a very strange man. This is a very strange podcast. Um, so for me, I've gone very much with the rating of it is a it's a B rate, but it, it's it in terms of out of five, I've just gone for a, a three. It's uh, not. I'll agree with three. It's not terrible. It's actually quite entertaining. Like I'm pretty sure we weren't really expecting that much from it when we watched it, and <laughs> I came out of it thinking that was a good time. Like it was just exciting. Um, that was a real good time. It's not. It's not a world beater, is it? It's not going to be film at year, and it's not. It's just entertaining, and it's Russell Crowe giving a really, really sinister performance. So maybe if you do want to watch this for Halloween, you know, give it, a, give it a go. It's not. A, it's not a classic Halloween film, but it's, it's pretty decent. What do you think? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you you're just going to go with that, <laughs> if you want, if you want to watch it at Halloween, you do you. <laughs> you, can watch um, it, you, got- you can watch it whenever you want if you want to watch it bloody Christmas you can <laughs> I mean yeah you, you can, you can, you're not wrong <laughs> is is there all else you want to add other than agreeing with me on the rating, is there anything else you want to say before we move on a lot of people die a lot of people do die, it's quite gruesome isn't it and a lot of, people, a die gr- in, a lot of people die in the film as well <laughs> that, was a t- that was a terribly morbid <laughs> Is it a joke? So be kind. (laughs) Should we move on? Yes, please. Let's move on to the good one. Transition. Excellent. So, Bill and Ted Free face the music, or as it is actually known, it's just Bill and Ted face the music. Um, Look, this is practically your big moment to shine because not only has it got Keanu Reeves in it who you absolutely adore I mean we both adore but I know you love him um Bill and Ted is a very very close franchise to your heart I do believe it sure is I mean I love it but I just it's one of those that I, I feel like if we had enough time we could just hit record on this and you could probably just ream off lines from one two maybe even three and we we could just have that as a full podcast, but we're not going to. So do you want to give people a taste of what the premise is for Bill and Ted First the Music? Go. Um, so it's been it's been it's been about thirty or forty years <laughs> since the last one. How long has it been actually? It must have been. It's nearly like thirty years since the last one came out, and in that time. Because obviously at the end of um, Bogus Adventure, um, they get told that they're basically, that they save the world, which is why they've got to keep them alive and whatnot and protect them. And they they basically, they, they don't know how they're supposed to do it. And they spend all this time trying to figure out how. And they basically just decide to go steal the song from themselves. <laughs> yeah, in, in, a, in a nutshell. Um, is, is there what else you want to add to that? Or is that your so summary? So they, they, obviously, they obviously get back in a time machine like they're doing the first one and it's great it's really great <laughs> it's really great 
I mean, I, I'll just I'll just add to it that it, obviously this film's got their daughters in it as well. Um, so their daughters are obviously playing. Oh, yeah. they're, they're all they're almost like they're almost like <laughs> they're almost like modern caricatures of both Bill and Ted. So like both both daughters are the same as the dads, but obviously with they've got like um, they're like they idolize the the dads, and they've also got like a very strong sort of like feminism um sort of understanding of the world understanding of how people should be and like you just said about unhinged that they're just really nice to everyone out there like they're literally super innocent like bill and ted used to be but maybe less stupid like they're a bit smarter Um, and this this story kind of culminates in not only what you've just said about them trying to save i think it's the universe now isn't it because they've they've not done what they were supposed to do and um, with a song to unite not just the world but the entire universe and it's about them um i, I guess one of the b plots is saving their marriage and also connecting with their daughters in some way yeah um so it's a, it's a really it's a really funny film it is I, i'm guessing you'd agree that it, it ties up the other two quite nicely and it's a really like feel good film as well. Like it's like a nice, happy family. Feel. Like it, actually, when we went to go see this, considering everything else that's going on in the world, this just seemed like the right film to watch at the time. Yeah, um, it's it. It was just it was just so nice, wasn't it? It just it. It's all about togetherness and bringing people to. It's so wholesome. It is the, I mean, we we won't spoil it because th- this is one that I, I'm guessing that you will also agree people should check out. Absolutely. If they haven't already. So we won't spoil it, but the, just the, the ending is the most satisfying. It's not like a masterpiece ending. It's just really satisfying and like wholesome and just, it's just really nice, isn't it? <laughs> really great. <laughs> Be excellent to each other. <laughs> it is it is the uh, absolute embodiment of of being excellent to each other and like you just said about unhinged it is is literally um being nice to everyone um so should we should we jump into so, so be nice <laughs> so play nice shall we shall we to briefly talk about characters i mean there isn't really that much to say considering if if you've seen the first two films you know bill and you know ted and he's literally <laughs> It's the same, isn't it? <laughs> it is you know, though, Bill. It? You know, Ted. It's the same. It's, yeah, it's the, you're, just, the same. you're just revisiting them and they're a bit older. Like, I mean, the, the weirdest thing for me coming out of talking about characters is seeing Keanu without facial hair is very strange considering very how, strange. How, how used to... Well, it's because like, in like John Wick, he looks so, he looks so super sexy and super slick with his little black goatee. Mm. And then you see him in that, and he just looks really, really old. <laughs> he does. He does. Um, I thought um, Alex. He's one Alex man. Winter looked good. He looks exactly well. the same, just a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, looks. He, he looks identical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Keanu Reeves. He just. He's. He's definitely one of those people that, in his as he's got older, he should keep that beard at all times. Yeah, I think he's grown it straight back anyway. Yeah, well, he, needs, he needs it back for John Wick, doesn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he'll be doing that, and I, I, I'm guessing he's probably going to have one in the Matrix Four as well because they've done a bit of filming for that. Um, I mean, he didn't have one in the originals, did he? But I assume he, I assume he will have it because he'll just it'll, it'll look better. It look slicker and more modern, and it'll look more like gruff, I guess. 
Um, you reckon he's gonna have to cut his hair for that? I think he's. To be near. I think he's. I think he's got the same hair that he's got now. I'm sure the set photos show him with long hair. He must. I wonder if he must have it like proper, like slick back though. Maybe. I think that it's a more. I know we're going off on a little tangent here, but I think I think Matrix Four they've tried to modernize it so that whatever they thought looked cool back then or futuristic looks a bit more how you would imagine futuristic stuff to look now so i i don't think it's going to be all it, there'll still be leather coats and glasses and stuff but i imagine some of the <laughs> the the fashion will be a bit updated <laughs> i'm guessing I, I don't know i mean i don't know yeah about i don't know anyway should we, we'll spin back to bill and ted first the music um is there any other sort of standout performances because them two are great i mean the the daughters um i'm just trying to figure out who is who um, hang on a second. Uh, Bill's daughter is the girl from the babysitter. Oh, the the Netflix movie series. They just, they just call her B, don't they? B and T. That's it. Fear and Billy. That's it. That's yeah, what I was looking they call, for. They call them B and T. B and T. I to be honest, as much as obviously it's amazing watching Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter back, and obviously we'll come into it in a second, but obviously seeing like William Sadler back as well, the the standout characters for me were oh the the robot guy, yeah. So B and T, and then uh, Dennis Caleb McCoy, <laughs> who was the robot. Uh, we won't spoil any more about the robot, but if you go watch this, the robot um, was the that, best character. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it's brilliant. Like, the comedy element of that role and the fact that you think it's only going to be a small role and it just keeps keeps reappearing. Um, that was, He was great. So that was a guy called Anthony Carrigan, um, which when we Googled it after, we thought that Dennis Caleb McCoy, which is the character, was played by Dennis Caleb McCoy, who is a, is he a skateboarder uh, or um, I think a BMX. It's like a BMX person. It's sure. like an adrenaline. Is I'm adrenaline not sure, I'm not sports sure if that's his, I'm not sure if that's his middle name, but mm. De- yeah, Dennis McCoy. Dennis maybe, McCoy. But... Dennis McCoy is a thing. He's um, he's, he's a he's a BMXer, but yeah. But we thought because obviously we weren't sure what he looked like that maybe, especially because his um, character is obviously in prosthetics and stuff that we weren't sure if it was him. But it turns out it's not. It's a guy called Anthony Carrigan. But the the comedy timing for for that role was hilarious. You know, you know who Anthony Carrigan is though, right? Is the guy who plays Victor Zass in Gotham? Is that who that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is yeah no he he is he is brilliant like in in other things that i've seen you know victor zaz was one of the standouts i mean i wasn't a huge fan of gotham let's we'll try not to, to spin it. off into that <laughs> i still haven't finished it ever but um he he is a standout he's really good he's like he was exactly how i'd imagine victor zaz to be and in this obviously it's the role is so completely different um but the comedy timing in it is hilarious um like me and you were just absolutely wetting ourselves like whenever he were on even just for like little things that he did or said that weren't you know like really really one-off lines me and you were just like, we were the only people in the cinema we forgot to mention that we were the only two people that were in the the particular viewing because it was right near the cusp of sort of when people were umming and ahhing about being in the cinema um so we had a full full viewing of this to ourselves and we were absolutely howling <laughs> all the way through it. <laughs> um but what I was gonna say is I thought that um 
the characters of Billy and Thea. So Samara Weaving played Thea and Bridget Lundy Payne played Billy were just spot on. They just they were just so good. Like obviously you go watch it to see Keanu and Alex Winter, but they were standouts just for the way that they were playing those iconic roles with like a slight twist. Um I just thought and their little B plot in the film, obviously we won't mention what the B plot is, but their plot that ties into the overall film was really good. Um, what did you think of those those two? I Bridget Lundy Payne. They they just nailed it, didn't I they? We Absolutely. <laughs> kind of, but like they very smoke about B and Z. In mentioning the characters being in it, but I'm on about like the performance that they, they just nailed it. Like because they're playing, they're basically playing Bill and Ted, but just younger versions. Yeah, I just, I just thought they were amazing. Um, and then probably the other standout performance, just because it obviously ties into everything else and was really just funny anyway was obviously William Sadler back as deaf um, I'm sure you're you were super excited about that just really upset about his bass career <laughs> yeah it's, it's just really sad really sad situation with his solo bass album Bro. he does like he does like 10 doesn't he, he does like 10 like the the, the obviously it's minor spoiler territory but they have a bit of a they've had a falling out and that's why his character's in it and didn't he have like a bass solo album that was like it's exactly seven... what you said <laughs> like no no but i mean no, no that's what you said but didn't he have one that was like seven hours long and it was just <laughs> like like experimental blues jazz bass for like seven hours um jesus Christ. yeah it's just funny um is there any other characters that you can remember that you want to mention or should we move on to the next bit what the other bill and ted <laughs> The future, future Bill and Ted. Oh my God! Yeah, we've not. Yeah, so there is like h- how many? I mean, the main iteration. It's just one iteration. Isn't it? It's just that every time that they jump forward, they they bump into themselves, <laughs> and 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 they've done something else that's not quite right. Uh, the, the performance of that is brilliant. Like, um, not so much a spoil. Just pick one, one version of the future versions. Which which was your favorite? Which was the standout? The ones that pretend to be really posh, and then they just they just end up being in Dave Grohl's house. <laughs> Yes, yes, that is, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that is, that is just brilliant. Like, um, I, we won't say any more, but that is, it's an excellent little bit. I mean, it's obvious when when you watch it because it's so early on in the film, you know that it's not quite right and that summit is going to happen. Like, you know, you're just waiting for like the punchline joke, um, but it's it's brilliant. Like, it, it's so so funny, um. They, they do really well playing them playing their own roles again, but with like a slight twist, um, which they've obviously done in the other films as well because they play the uh, the imposter ones, don't they? That that try and kill them in the the previous film. Yeah. Um, if, have you got anything else you want to talk about in terms of thoughts or characters, or do you think we've pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one? Um, I think we've done good. I think we've done good as well. So should we should we go to the ratings section of this? Yes. So, is it a be right or a proper shite? Now I'm pretty sure I can guess what you're going to say. <laughs> I'm gonna give it about six out of five. <laughs> is that is that your serious answer? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, nothing. But okay. the, nothing but the truth from this boy. Okay. I mean, I I really enjoy it. I really I really loved it and. 
if I was just gonna just just for the sheer sheer enjoyment, I would give it a five out of five. But I'm trying, as 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 I always try to do, to put it into uh, how the other two films are and how other comedies are that we've we've watched recently. Oh. Grow up, give it a six. <laughs> I I was gonna give it a three and a half. Oh, <laughs> so, so is that the Tasmanian devil that we've got? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's only because I'm I'm trying to compare it to the other two films, and I think at least one of those is a four. Um, out of five. the first two films were at least sevens out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's not. I'm not arguing with you because I, I love the film. It's, me giving it a three and a half doesn't mean that I hate it. I still. Why do you hate it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate it. Um, I encourage everyone to go out and watch it while you still can. And if if you can or you don't feel up to it, I'm pretty sure you can digitally download it. And as John just said on the unhinged section of this podcast, it will probably be on streaming platforms in the next couple of months. But if you haven't watched the other two Bill and Ted films, give them a watch because they're hilarious. And obviously it will make much more sense if you're watching the third one after watching the first two. Um, I mean, it'll make all the sense. <laughs> it'll make all of the sense. I mean, it, it ties it up into a nice, neat, tiny little bow. Um, and it's really and, nice. And it's really nice. And I think that with all the crap that we've got going on in the world right now and how rubbish it is, and obviously it's like here in the UK, it's got, pitch black at like four o'clock in the evening now because because clocks have changed this would be a, a very good film to just watch on a weekend if you've had a bad week either watch all three of them if you've not seen them or at least they're all really get short to films watch as well they're all really short films you can, you can easily watch them all. all yeah you can easily watch them all in a row and you'll just feel so good after like you'll, you'll just you'll feel so excellent you'll feel so excellent and you will just it's just it's just like a warm hug. <laughs> uh, a warm I, I, don't, hug. I don't know what else to say. Um, I, I think we've we've pretty much pretty much done. What would you say? Have you got any more to add? I do not know. Wow, this might be the shortest be right or proper shite episode that we've ever done, man. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, bro. <laughs> right. Um, shall we rock our way to the outro, my man? Rock our way to the outro. Transition. And that is the end of another Be Right or Proper Shite episode. As always, you can give us a follow on Twitter. My handle, which is also the channel's handle, is at the underscore film underscore fella. You can also find us on Facebook at the Film Fella and Friends. And you can follow us on Instagram at the Film Fella. I've started to, to re-update that. So, um, you know, if, you, if you're more of a Facebook or Instagram kind of person, we're on there as well. Um, John, do you want to uh, tell them where you're at? Mine is Hi Honey X, and that is on Twitter. Um, you're also Hi Honey Music, am I right? On Instagram, sure am, because you get some nice, tasty samples of all the music that you're working on. And as always, because you don't mention it enough at all, because you don't all, um, your solo music is available on all major streaming platforms. You, you're working on the new one at the moment called Rockstar, am I right? I'm working on many new ones. Always Ooh. making new ones. Excellent. But um, from what I've heard of Rockstar, which also fits the theme of this podcast with Bill and Ted, it's going to be a good banger. So um, we're looking forward to that one. And speaking of banger, see what I just did there? Quad Banger can be found on Twitch at 
twitch.tv slash quad underscore banger. He's available on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays at 8 p.m. And he's also only on Twitter now, um, at quad underscore banger. He was back for our latest two-parter of the regular episodes that we do. Um, so check that out. Um, he seems to be back in business now, so we'll try and get him involved in a few more from a social distance. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you can get your podcasts from. There'll be an RSS feed in the description, as always, if you want to add it to anywhere else. We implore you <laughs> to go out and you know subscribe to us so that you can get the latest episodes when we release them. Um, you can follow us on places like Spotify. And obviously give us a star review on places such as iTunes podcasts um, where all of that helps out and will get us more people to check us out. So please do that. If you fancy sending in any questions or if you've got anything that you want to say, you can obviously message us on any of the social platforms or you can email us at thefilmfellowandfriends at gmail.com. We have also just updated our Patreon sponsorship link. So if you head to the description or click on any of our links, it'll be on the link tree on there. Um, you can choose to donate a quid if you're feeling like like we deserve it. Or if you're feeling a bit flush and a bit fancy and a bit nice, you can donate a fiver. You know, all of it will help out. We'll, we'll put it back into the podcast. We'll, we'll keep doing this work with John and try and make it better. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so if you want to do that, and obviously going forward, if we get a few people that, that subscribe to the Patreon, we'll try and put some sort of exclusive bits and bobs on there. We've also reset up some merch that we created a while ago so we've got some new mugs on there and some t-shirts you can also get a phone case if you're feeling particularly like you want a picture of john on the back of your phone case dressed up as john wick i mean who wouldn't i mean i mean exactly who wouldn't um, again a- any funds from that it's not just lining those pockets that will just go straight back into this so that we can improve the podcast um so check that out um that will also be in the link in the description and on our link trees as for episodes of Be Right Up Up Shite Reviews, um, the future's a little bit uncertain now, I guess. Um, there's not many films that are braving the, the cinema, so we will try, if any come out that take our fancy, we'll review them. Um, if not, we might do some sort of recaps on some other films, might get Quad involved. Um, but if not, we'll be available on the, the regular episodes that should be becoming a little more regular now that we've caught up. Um, so yeah. That's it. Is there anything else you want to say, John, before we go? Um, no. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I think we're all good. So just stay tuned, stay safe, look after each other. And be kind to each other. <laughs> and keep it real. Hi, I'm Dietrich. I'm Alex. And I'm Ben. We're from the podcast That Song From That Movie, the journey through the very best and worst of movie songs. We want you to join us on our voyage across the cinematic sound waves as we take a deep dive on a new song and movie each week to figure out just what makes them tick. Already we've set sail with Celine Dion on the Titanic, found a friend in Toy Story, and gotten drenched out in the rain with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hopefully each breakdown allows us to answer the ultimate question of what's better, the movie or the song. Or at least learn something new along the way. Just like learning that Toy Story 4 is a meaningless cash grab without a soul. You can subscribe right now on all good podcast platforms. If you use one of the bad ones, then that's on you, and we can't be held responsible. Subscribe to That Song from That Movie.